But there is no there. That's the problem. That's why we have to go back. No, you can't go back to Green Day. Why? Because it isn't healthy? Because it doesn't exist! Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today, we're talking about Community Season 3, Episode 19, Curriculum Unavailable. In which me and Ben are not real? Have I ever been real? That's fair. I mean, I'll, <laughs> at this point, <laughs> you are uh, just pixels on the screen to me, friend. It's true. I think but, that's it's true for a lot of people these days. Zoom calls and uh, more Zoom calls. Mostly Zoom calls. Mostly Zoom calls. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but before we get into why I think we may not exist, it's time to outsource Mike's bits. Just so you know, Mike, you are now creating 10 different timelines. That's the number I have in my hand. The very, very elusive... Sex question. I'm going to put it on the top and then see where we go. Okay. Because I'm going to do a little bit of, you know, the 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 kind of like uh, this shuffle. I don't know what the word is for it. Um, but then I'm going to do that good, good shuffle. And again, it's only 10 cards, so it's probably not going to come through on the audio. Uh-huh. But you know, I did it. Donna in the chat says, uh, I break up those Zoom calls with Slack calls. So they're, they're great. Uh, always good to have calls. Now, is it the sex question? It is not. It could. Dang it. it could, however, be turned into one if you'd so desire. Okay. It you would know be I'm weird, make it a sex you question. Could. You know I'm going to do it. <laughs> it would be weird, but you can do it. Now, Ben, my good friend Ben. Yes. Would you ever pick up a hitchhiker? Um, I have, actually. Excellent. In a, in a non-sexual way. I am so way. glad this is going to be a story. Um, it's it's not it's not much of a story. The because like the thing is that you know I've seen hitchhikers like a bunch of times. And sure, you're driving. There's somebody like I need to get to Temecula. Uh, sure. Um, and so um, yeah, I've I've seen them a bunch of times, and every time I think about it. And then I go through all this like mental calculus in my head of like, well, they they seem, um, yeah, no, I'm not actually going to turn that into a sex question. <laughs> I said it would be weird, um, but I was giving you that leeway if you wanted to. I've seen a, uh, there's pornos that definitely start that way, but that's fine. Right, um, that's not the same music as outsourcing Mike's bits. Uh huh. So. But no, I've I've seen hitchhikers a bunch of times, and so every time in my brain I start kind of going through like, well, they they seem legit, like you know they sometimes they just look like they're uh, sometimes they they look pretty legit, um, and uh, sometimes they look maybe a little scary. But every time I kind of go through that, and then by the time my brain is like, yes, uh, I think I think I could probably pick them up. It's like, well, that was like three minutes ago. Yeah, that I'm was not, a mile ago. I'm not I'm going not, back. I'm not spinning around. Like, unless unless my brain Error. was like... You got to well, tr- Tokyo Drift that, my man. Right. Unless my brain was like, well, come to think of it, they seemed like they were in legitimate peril. 
I'm not swinging back around. Um, I I did once. I was leaving a a. Uh, we used to when I when I lived in Colorado, we used to do a, a friends dinner night every week, uh, just out at a, a restaurant. And on my way back, it was kind of out by the the like highway. So on my way back, I saw these two dudes who were just like they were they were hitchhiking. And I don't know, like I'm like this is finally going to be the time. And this so I, one, I poke my head out two dudes. and I'm like, hey, guys, where are you going? And there's like, oh, we're just going into town. And I was like, yeah, all right, hop in. My friend, uh, my friend saw me and then she texted me later to be like, Ben, don't do that. Oh, my God. I was so scared for you. Um, <laughs> and uh, I I drove them kind of into into town a little bit and I because they were trying to get basically downtown. And I was like, well, I mean. This is about as close as my my way gets you to downtown, but you know you're, you're ten blocks out. Uh, there you go, and uh, it was fine. They definitely had not bathed in quite a while. Uh, sure. It was it was. Uh, I had my windows rolled down that whole trip home, and uh, yeah, it was it was a bit rough. But they were they were nice. They had a cute little dog with them. Um, they were fine. See, I think that's I think that's a huge important piece you've just added there at the end. Mm-hmm. If they have a cute dog. The chances go up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Matt in the chat says there are places where toll bridges, there are toll bridges and people line up at the base of the bridge to hop into strangers' cars to avoid paying the toll or to split the costs with the driver, which sounds economical to me. Mm-hmm. He, he originally said that there was an entire industry around this, and I'm like, isn't it just called Lyft and Uber and taxis? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that that kind of feels like it. Uh, as for me, absolutely not. I I am a solitary <laughs> car. If I'm in the car, I I I'm I'm zooming by. I'm sorry. Even if you know, uh, not for my good friend Ben, but I have a feeling that he's probably not a hitchhiker looking for me. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've only ever done it the once. Uh. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily know that I would do it. Do it again. Uh. I think. I think if I came home and uh, Sarah was like, how was how was your trip from wherever? And I was like, oh, you know, I picked up a hitchhiker. I think she would literally murder me. So, um, no, there would be a sternly, sternly worded talk. It's it's uh-huh. it, it's it's the Sarah version of killing you. Uh-huh. Just knowing that she's very disappointed in you. Right. So, you know, I I I think uh any of those days would be behind me at this point. Um mm. but I've I have done it. So, you know, it you, good thing you did it so you could tell a story on a podcast. Uh cool. Well, that was I actually had a story for that one for once. I don't know that it was any Thank good. Thank God Poddex. Thank you Poddex for finding a thing that had a story that might have been kind of mediocre but had a story. I don't think it was any good, but um but there you go. Hey, um, not every story can be perfect, my man. Sometimes they got to be mediocre like <laughs> I'm just like glad all of my stories. I'm just glad I did not actually turn it into a sex question. <laughs> You know, I said it would be weird if you uh-huh. wanted to, but I also wanted to open up the freeway in case you did. Uh-huh. Um, yes. Yeah. So, Community Season 3, Episode 19, Curriculum Unavailable. It starts out in Apartment 303. The group is still together two months after they have been expelled from Greendale Community College. We have a bit of a, a wild time skip. <laughs> two months um 
Uh, Pierce takes credit for the idea of potluck dinners, and Shirley's like, you just said, I'm hungry. I mean, uh, I'm with Pierce on this one, because, like, it was it was the instigating incident, and then everyone was like, mm-hmm. cool, let's do some potluck dinner, and then everyone gets some food. Potluck, you know right. what? I miss doing, okay. like, potlucks. Like... Just getting together with friends and being like, I'll bring, I'll bring this food, I'll bring that food. Especially I've learned for friends is very important. P- work potluck dinners kind of suck. No, I mean, not dinners, lunches and things. I I'm not doing anything with my coworkers outside of work hours uh, ever. That's fair. Um, but yeah, potluck with friends. I should specify because like, especially during pandemic times, I've learned to make all sorts of good food. I make homemade pretzels now that are amazing. I've made homemade oh, pizza, I'm so which is great for those. Um, uh, in the chat, we've got Laura who says, "I I like taking buffalo chicken dip to a potluck. I would great love to go to that potluck. Dish. I would what? I would down some of those. That's that's uh, or a, lasagna. Like, ho- <laughs> a couple of great Hall of Fame uh, uh, potluck dishes, and I can't wait to see what the lasagna council has to say about lasagna as a potluck <laughs> dish. Um. Deviled eggs, super great. Mm. Bring some of those bad boys. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes like a, an artichoke dip, like, like a spinach artichoke best, dip. The best thing about a potluck dinner get together with friends all dips. is that you get to have all sorts of uh, really good foods. I don't know if y- y'all can hear the cat. I heard uh, it. <laughs> I definitely got one on that um, one. <laughs> Lear, come here. <laughs> well, welcome behind the curtain, everyone. Lear, get. Okay, he's still mad about his new feeding schedule. Um, I'm always, I'd always, I if I had a new feeding schedule, I'd be pretty pissed about it. I'm sure. The great thing about potlucks with friends, as I was saying before, my cat so rudely interrupted me, is mm. that you get to have all sorts of amazing foods that you would never like there are a lot of foods where i'm like i really like making it but then i'm i that's i have that for like a week and then i'm it's just too much it's so heavy and you know whatever you bring a big pot of chili to a potluck boom you're a hero baby yes see now you understand why i like to host uh, super bowl parties because i get to make my chili and everybody's like ooh, Mm -hmm. chili and football uh Donna in the chat says uh, that she brings cocktails to potlucks. Um, I'm drinking a half-assed Manhattan right now, so I can appreciate that. Excellent. Um, I am. I am the the lazy man's beer. I did. I did. Uh, it's not a potluck, but I did once suggest that I throw a party where I will play the bartender and everyone just brings different alcohols, and then I'll mix drinks all night, and then at the end of the night, I keep whatever's left, and then that way mm. I get a whole like bar full of booze sure like not full bottles but like you know it, it, it's d- it's expensive to be like oh i need like vermouth for this one thing oh i need right. i need uh you know a light rum for this th- i don't have light rum on hand but you like, know who, what you why bring do light i need rum. curacao mm-hmm. so you know i want to basically i want to do a cocktail potluck 
Mm-hmm. A cock lick, li- if you I like will. That. Whoop, I don't like that. <laughs> um, that feels um, like another podcast. I speaking, do I do think that you can't really suggest that to other people. You have to be the one that's like, yes, I want to bartend. Because that's like, hey, oh, I, I want to have did. a party. I did no, no, on, I know. on Twitter. I, I and everyone was like, hell yeah, I'm in. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying, like, if you're like, okay, Ben, you're good at cocktails. Can you make cocktails all night? And then we'll just pay you in like half of a bottle of vermouth. You would be like, "Hey, no, that sucks. I'm not part of the party." Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm. You're paying me in. You know, you're. You should pay me actual real dollars if you're making me bartend your party. Uh, cock luck went over very well in the chat. Just for the record, so hashtag cock luck. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of questionable things, spread Troy, it all on social media. Troy introduces his uh con- contribution to the potluck. Which is a casserole that is bagel bites in a deconstructed hot pocket reduction with Doritos glaze. And I will just point out that Binging with Babish made this dish. And it's amazing. an amazing watch. You know what? I was going to ask, how do you make Doritos into a glaze? And bam, baby, I am just ready to binge it with Babish. Oh, Jessica in the chat says, we did a six-pack swap where everyone brings a different six-pack of beer, and you share one with everyone. The The chat has I like great that one. party ideas. I'm gonna... Boy, howdy. If you, you know what? That's a good enough reason to get on the Patreon, so you can hear we, party ideas from people that, that also Patreon us. We should just have a party with all of our patrons, and it <laughs> Maybe won't be... Maybe we should. The travel won't be expensive for them at all, um, probably. Certainly not, because we're making everybody come into Portland. <laughs> um, <laughs> Britta is cranky and hungover, uh, which I've been there. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems uh, that seems early, or I guess l- it seems like a reasonable dinner hour to be hungover at dinner seems real rough. You don't know when she went to bed. I'm just... Fair there, enough. There have been she days. Have there have been days where I'm like, it is six o'clock in the evening. I am hungover. Um, it, and, and you're just looking thing. for that 24 hour IHOP. Let's go get some bacon. Uh huh. So, uh, this is when uh, everyone kind of wonders where Abed is. There's a knock at the door, and it's Abed, and he brought a delicious cop. Abed uh, is being brought in by Officer Kakowski. Uh, he was dumpster diving outside the administration building at Greendale. And Jeff's like, Abed's just having a really hard time adjusting to being expelled. Um, the officer talked to the dean, re- recommending that he did press charges, but the dean said no, as long as they make an appointment with a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Hey, why is my cat happening now? <laughs> what the hell? <clears throat> Boy, there's something in the in the air tonight at 6.30 on the West Coast for uh-huh. cats to just be pissed off. My cat free feeds. Abed got caught dumpster diving. He's in dress as Inspector Space Time. He said that. Um, the uh, I do like how Officer Krakowski, he's like, oh, I know who Inspector Space Time is. You think a guy becomes a cop because his prom night was a dream? It's a very funny line. <laughs> it is very fun. <laughs> and he's like, if this was Comic-Con, I would take a bullet for him. Abed, uh, I uh, I like to, s- because Troy's upset at the Dean because Abed's not crazy. And Abed then starts his, what I like to call, sounds like a conspiracy conspiracy theory, but is totally the truth rant that the Dean's been replaced. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I do feel like that I will uh, eat these words in just a couple of episodes, but I do feel like when Abed comes up with a seemingly crazy theory, uh, he's probably right about that. That's true. He 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 is the observer. He is Uatu the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also when we get the random, <laughs> the random line about how like. Officer Krakowski's like, you shouldn't be using this brick to prop open <laughs> yes. your do- building's door. Hey, before I go, you really shouldn't be using this to prop open your building's door. This is an antique fire brick. I'd say pre-Civil War. And note the uneven orange hue and the embossment on the back. Quite a nifty little piece of Americana. You could get 50, 60 bucks for it from the right collector. This Everyone like looks at him for a moment and is like, yeah, we know. But then he goes off on a different reason, which is great. Uh huh. It turns out that it's a it's an antique brick uh, that the the right collector would pay like fifty or sixty bucks, uh, which is um, it's it's a it's a good joke. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then it just go- moves directly into Troy's like, "Hello, rich people. Yes, I'll hold." I mean, I get that. I was a college it's such kid. A great you, joke. Do you remember when sixty dollars was like, like if oh, yeah. if you got a windfall of like sixty bucks? You'd be That's like one whole video game. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah Baby. absolutely. We after the credits, we go to the uh, psychiatrist's office. Uh, it's one Dr. Heidi played by one Mr. John Hodgman. You know, the PC from the Apple versus PC commercials. He also has his own podcast called Judge John Hodgman. Um, I don't know if brick collectors are... I, there's a collector. Every everything has a collector. Uh, I think. Um, just uh, I think if you just Google it, I'm gonna Google that uh, brick collector. Oh baby, did I did I click eBay brick? And boy howdy, can you buy some bricks? Brickcollecting.com. Oh hell yeah! Let's get on it. Uh. Uh, news update. Brickcollecting.com contributor Andy Vanderpoel has just updated a complete list of his Hudson River brick collection. I I have found on eBay a Pueblo, Colorado brick. It says oh, Pueblo on it. Okay. Well, interest, interesting. Um, I'm going to pull this over into the so everyone in the chat can see it. Um, but uh, if you look at this, uh, at these bricks, this is actually very much like what it looks like the the brick that uh, that Troy was holding. It's got the like little name on it. Like they did their homework. It's a thing. It's it. This is this is a thing. You know look, what? Look at I'm these so glad delicious we've, bricks. I I am so glad we've done this. This is so good. For true brickophiles, there's the International Brick Collectors Association. Boy, howdy! And brick collecting I, is a I'm, thing. I'm, t- I'm taken aback just how amazing this is. Just so many bricks. Matt says I'm a little disappointed that these are real brick collectors, not Lego related. Uh, they those oh, there's plenty of Lego too. collectors. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> Donna says there are lighter things to collect. What a fan! Why? Why are we doing the podcast? And why isn't Donna? Not? It's true. We just need. We need to have a Patreon patron party, and then everyone else can do the podcast and talk about cool things while I make cocktails. 
Yeah. It's the it's the perfect party. And then um, we record it and release it as a Good Morning Greendale Nights uh, it's, party time. <laughs> it's the perfect party. Um, we did it. Yeah, anyways, yes. Uh, John Hodgman is Dr. Heidi. Britta is sitting next to him, like, pretending to be a psychiatrist as mm-hmm. well. Uh, she's taking notes on him, taking notes. And mm-hmm. everyone else in the study group is also there, along with mm-hmm. Abed. And uh, they are all... They're they're all really coming to bat for Abed. They're like, he right. look, he doesn't need any help. Um, he's he's totally fine. Uh, yeah, he's a little he's a little broken right now, but like he's usually adorable, weird, like Mork from Orc. Uh, but now he lately he's been, you know, he's a little bit more like present right. day Robin Williams. Um, Woof. Uh huh. So, um, but yeah, Jeff, the reason they're all there is because Abed won't go to any doctor alone. Je- Jeff's like, hey, last year we we caught him trying to remove his own tonsils, uh, which is not a good idea. No, would not recommend. Um, Dr. Heidi asks how long Abed has needed this amount of help. And then no one answers. And is like, did all this start after you were expelled? And then he's like. There may have been a ramp up, and that leads into the real point of this episode. The fake clip show is back, baby. It, uh-huh. it is. Uh, it is a fake clip show yet again. We we cut to basically a, a big uh, montage of Abed freaking mm. out about things. He freaks out about daylight saving time, which fair. It sucks. Mm. He gets mad at Shirley for saying that someone else is the new Spielberg. Uh, Brett Radner. Thank you. I didn't write that down. Um, he narrates Pierce eating a sandwich. And uh, he he films Annie at night for some reason. Yeah, I, it's a weird. That one's a weird one. And action. Abed, what the hell are you doing? Cut. We got it. One more for safety. Abed, it's 4.30 in the morning and you're in my bedroom. We'll use that. Okay. And action. There is, like... Uncomfortable and weird. There are, there are some of them, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, day, like I, I, he's freaking out about daylight saving time because for, for reasons other than why I hate it. But I, I could at least be like, yeah, no, daylight saving time sucks. Like, I'm with you on this, Abed. And then, uh, he, like, the thing about Pierce eating the sandwich, that's comedy gold. Um, right. Matt in the chat points out, he describes Pierce eating, quote, oldly. Um, it's a it's, very good way to have eaten. It's comedy gold. But you know what? If my roommate wakes me up because he's got a camera on a tripod just, like, filming me while I wake up at three in the morning. That's um, less cute. It's less, less cute. cute. Yeah. That's where I draw the line. Describe me eating a sandwich all you want. Don't film me while I'm sleeping. Right. Yeah. I think that's a pretty reasonable line. (laughs) uh That's the line I draw. I I mean, (laughs) there's a wide gulf between those two situations. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll need more detail on where that line goes. But between them, I do agree that line should be somewhere between there. Uh Uh-huh. Uh... This is when they all come to the def- to defense of Abed. They're like, if Abed's sick, we're all sick. I mean, he's maybe more sane than any of us. And uh, Jeff, I think it's Jeff, says we're all crazy town banana pants. 
which uh i think it might have been pierce but definitely dr heidi is like tell me more about crazy town banana pants <laughs> i do like how he just repeats he's like tell me more about and then he says things like crazy town banana pants um mm-hmm. I mean, he's certainly crazy as one of us but you know we're all kind of crazy town banana pants talk to me about crazy town banana pants which it's very much i i know kind of what a a therapist psychologist psychiatrist is supposed to do Mm -hmm. uh that is uh that is uh chekhov's uh a psychiatrist Chekhov's Um, psychiatrist Uh uh-huh um but yeah so we go back to the the clip show where it shows that everybody's a little bit uh wild uh, Britta comes into the study room very disheveled, and then after a moment asks, how long peyote lasts? Uh, not for me, for a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy, uh, Annie does a Troy and Abed in the morning bit. With Annie. With with Annie. Troy and, Al- Troy and Abed and Annie in the morning. It doesn't uh, flow as well. Great detail, though. She She did, like, tape her picture onto the Troy and Abed in the morning mug. It's very good. I really appreciate that detail. She went all in, and then Troy and Abed come in, and they get mad about it. And I'm like, okay. Like, your friend wants in on this, and they go to the trouble of taping their their face on the mug mm-hmm. for it. I say let them in. Like, sure. I, know, I, I just know, think it's I weird know to practice that. Maybe it's your, like, your thing, but, like, at least, at least give her, like... A trial run. That's fair. I'm not saying she gets in automatically, but give her... Clearly, she's committed to the bit, and Mm. she wants in on it. I do want to point out, though, that she is not uh, ready for Troy and Abed in the morning nights. Oh, that's Uh, it's a whole other skill level. But that's Chekhov's Mm -hmm. Troy and Abed in the morning nights. Uh, Um, Then we go to a wig party. Where Jeff gives Annie his coat. It's like, okay, don't drink, don't eat or drink anything. Don't sweat. Don't bend at the elbows. Oh, you're warm enough, right? Can we talk about the, can we talk about the wig party for a moment? Um, (laughs) I would, I would love to. I would love to. How, how much was that just somebody in the writer's room being like, I was reading a thing about history and the wig party was a thing. And now I think it would be funny. (laughs) If in one of these flashbacks, they were all wearing wigs because they went to a wig party. But I think honestly, I think that's that's great. But you're missing a point where the writer is like, okay, the wig party was kind of cool. But how but how would the dean interpret this as a way to do a dance or a party? Mm -hmm. And then Um, boom, wig party happened. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Probably a pretty fun party. I mean, everybody, I mean, those wigs were hilariously Mm -hmm, great mm -hmm. because because mostly because they were weird. Like, I believe uh, Troy or uh, Jeff had a big mohawk Uh and and he had like pink curls. Like if it's just like normal wigs, it's like, okay, this was not as fun as I thought. But if it's like just get a wild wig, like get a wig like uh, Ramona from uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You know yep. that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that wigs at our Patreon party, uh, not absolutely not required. Highly encouraged. And we will have some at the door. Yeah, wig party potluck with Donna recording a podcast and Ben making cocktails. Boom. 
done it. The perfect party. Hey, and you know what? I don't have to do a damn thing except for be there and drink some cocktails. Uh-huh. Yeah, and wear a wig, of course. I do have to wear the wig because it is highly suggested. If I'm, if I'm I would, a host I would, of the party, I would say as our if party, I'm a host of the party, it's, yeah, it's if I'm a host of the party and us. I'm saying uh-huh. it's a, I should be wearing a wig. So. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Let, what kind of wig should I wear? <laughs> Uh, please share a picture with uh, with the chat. I am I'm I, I have to do some. I'm at HalloweenExpress.com. I have uh, a lot going on here. Pretty much immediately, I could do the classic uh, uh, mullet. Mm-hmm. Could do that. Um, I I have already found Jeff's red mohawk wig, <laughs> <laughs> which MSRP is at twenty three ninety nine, but it's currently on sale for nineteen ninety nine. Oh, excellent. Uh, perfectly timed along with this podcast good job mm-hmm. good job wig outlet <laughs> well also you know it's halloween and not it's past halloween and no one generally wears a giant red mohawk wig uh when it's not halloween i have found one that looks a lot like ramona from scott pogan versus the world um i th- i uh i think i found it okay i think i found what i want to wear okay <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> you want you want to share a picture of that? I dropped I dropped it in the, into our uh, pr- private chat. <laughs> oh, oh, it's okay. Hold up. Did it not load? No, it's I'm. My computer is very tired of streaming everything, and it's taking sure. a moment to. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> that's a lot. Hey, that it's only six sixty nine. I know it's so cheap. It makes sense to buy it. I have to buy this. Uh, that's I can gonna... get it as I can get it as soon as next Monday if I order within the next sixteen hours. That's uh, that's going to go pretty great with um, uh, what I was thinking as with which I was just going to go with girl from the ring. So just like Ooh, that's a good one. Just super long, all up in my face. Uh, it's going to make it hard to um, mix cocktails, though. I will say maybe I need to get something a little. Uh, Little, oh my god! A little more uh, usable. Um, Whew. I, 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 I. When I found that, I was just like, "Well, there's no choice now. It's that one." Uh, Troy, in in another flashback, uh, Troy drives an ATV into the study room. Uh, which, when Annie says you're not allowed to do that, he's like, "Yeah, it's all terrain, dummy." Which. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Laura wants you to use Patreon money for to buy the wig. Um, I see no, I see no problem with this. <laughs> um, now if I come to next the next live show in the wig, y'all know why. Uh huh. Um, Shirley in her flashback, uh, the she made cookies, but the boys ate them. So she's like, I'm gonna gonna give you their stuff, and she gives them. Gives the study group like a toy plane and a karate trophy and mm-hmm. second um, place. And yeah, so so everyone uh, everyone kind of has their um, 
crazy town banana pants moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Tro- I will say that Troy gets the, the karate trophy and then is like, oh, sweet, I can do all sorts of karate now, and then goes to chop the table. And it cuts off before uh, it happens. But then Britta's like, we're all in solidarity. When he gr- she grabs Troy's hand, and he's like, ah, oh, I just we just told the story that it hurts. Oh, uh-huh. It's so good. Uh, it is at this point that uh, uh, Doctor Heidi, Doctor John Hodgman, uh, I just I just gave John Hodgman an honorary doctorate. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a real doctor. Um, now doctor I wonder he- if John Hodgman has an honorary doctor. John, doctor. I'm gonna take two. That's when John Doctor Heidi Hodgman is a mouthful. Says that, uh, in his opinion, Abed should be committed. And Jeff keeps trying to lighten the mood. Like, oh, he should be more committed to his characters. Um, he makes a uh, an old-fashioned joke about uh, marriage being uh, committed to an institution. Uh, blah, blah, blah. He's like, can someone else lighten the mood? Uh, which, you know, I for the first this is like the first time I've ever really been like I empathize with Jeff because that is exactly right. Exactly what I would do. Because sure. um, like, hell, I did that. I did that this morning. A friend of ours had a rough night last night and I I uh, she she texted everyone like I had gone to bed. And so this morning I was like, yeah, if you still, you know, if you're still feeling I've, I've got this. But if if not, if not, uh, you know, I'm neutral and I have no opinions about anyone or anything. And so Sarah came into my office. and She was like, good job uh, sending sending some love and also a little bit of humor. And I'm like, yep, that's what I do. <laughs> that was my that's, plan. That's what I do, baby. Like I'm all about like got to make this right with humor. Yep. Yeah. Um, I do want to point out, speaking of humor and physical comedy, uh, Troy, uh, when uh, Dr. Heidi asks if Abed always, they always indulge Abed in these little misadventures. And Troy's like, they're very manly and goes to wrap his arm around Abed and realizes that's not the stereotypical manly thing to do. And then goes to shake his hand with his like hurt arm. And it's like, ah, ah. It's it's just like a brief moment, but it's so worth it. And yes, I did describe this for about fifteen seconds to mm-hmm. get this to get my 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 joke that I like a lot. I do like the idea that anything labeled as a misadventure is just gallivanting around with your pals and fancy dresses. Um, Look, I say we make this happen. I say we make this so badly. Mm-hmm. Let's, God, that let's would have be so some great. misadventures. Get some get, gallivant around town in some fancy dresses. Getting up to no good with our misadventures. Oh, man. I would Sounds love great. to. Sounds great. God. Well, this is what my life should be. I was like, our, our fancy dresses and wigs. And then I was like, wait, that means you're, you're going around town in a fancy dress and that Frankenstein doctor yeah, yeah. wig. Now, it could be like a f- fancy doctor dress, like with a lab <laughs> coat. And then it, all, it, ties, it ties the outfit together at that point. That visual image is amazing, and um, I'm just saying there's no reason to not do this. Um, I just honestly, I do kind of want to just 
start at doing mischief throughout downtown Portland mm-hmm. um, or, or any any part of Portland, honestly. But like not like not me like mean mischief, just mischief, mischief. Like you know, I don't know what I see. This is the thing. I don't have the imagination to make up mischief. <clears throat> this is the best I've got. This podcast. Maybe I just walk around playing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People the, will love that, right? The The chat really loves the idea of this party coming together with wigs and fancy dresses and cocktails. And uh, it it all it sounds great. This is going to be the best I'm, party I'm that in. ever happened. It's, uh, it's um, so good. Uh, only for Patreons and us, apparently. Um, I'm assuming everybody can have a plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the polite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Patreons plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, Look for your RSVPs in the mail. Uh, this is when John Dr. Heidi Hodgman. We should really send RSVPs in the mail. <laughs> this is when when. <laughs> <laughs> OK, I'll, I'll wait a moment. You get just get it out of your system. Look, I get excited about things uh-huh. occasionally. <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. If we could pull this party off, it would be fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I am one hundred percent in cocktails, wigs, dresses, everything. Like I'm totally in. Uh, just planning it's going to be a logistical nightmare. Um, yeah, it w- it will be bad, so, but you know what? We'll, it will figure fun. we'll figure something out. So, um, ooh, yes, mischief making and uh, Laura says mischief making includes drawing curly mustaches on political posters. Based on the political, mm-hmm. par- based on the political poster I've seen in Portland, they they, they already got those. This is when John Doctor Heidi Hodgman. Uh, I want to just point out that you have decided to use the entire name every time. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I, I said what I said, Mike. So he's like, he, this is when he's like, Abed's continued obsession with Greendale Community College suggests uh, potential for escalation. Um, And then we, we get uh, someone, Could- someone is like, well, Greendale itself is ridiculous and then that's yeah. when we get yeah jeff this. points out that abed's obsession isn't isn't doesn't make him crazy if you had gone there you'd be obsessed with it too and based on the clip show we get afterwards i'm i'm obsessed right um the f- the first one is pr- professor robinson in a baby talk class that i will not be attempting mm-hmm. um there's also a uh a chess game with live people to determine parking situations uh, there's a class called Advanced Breath Holding. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, Shirley finds a book in the library with that with a space in the middle carved out for a gun. And um, she just says, oh, we're just going to ignore that. Uh, um, Pierce, after d- <laughs> Pierce finishes in the bathroom and then flushes the toilet and comes out of the stall. And then he, he there's a big uh, party for a 10,000th flush of that toilet. Um, uh, <laughs> there's a class which raises so many questions. So many questions. That means that there were people in the stalls next to him while he pooped, just waiting for him to flush. And that's like I would not be able to. <laughs> I will party for a lot of stupid things. I would not be able to to mm-hmm. to have a party where I'm like everyone at this party was sitting there in silence listening to me poop. No. <laughs> 
Not at this all. This is why. This is why at most parties I wait to go home before pooping. Um, I will say. I though, mean, most parties they'll have like music and people talking, and so even if even if you're in there, like. Oh man, you, know. you don't. Oh boy, I don't know if you just. I've got some. Pierce was some was sound was there in com- there was complete silence in that bathroom while he did mm. his stuff. Sure. And then, I do like how everybody rushes into the bathroom. Like instead of like standing outside and waiting, it's just an explosion of like confetti and and like the Pierce is like completely like. I, what the hell is happening here? Uh-huh. It's very good. Um, And then... And yes, uh, that is what normally happens in a public bathroom. There, There is a there is a class called Can I Fry That? Uh, which... Everything is a yes except for fries, which is get out. <laughs> Speaking of the, the flush party, uh, the study group comes back after that because he's wearing the hat. Uh-huh. Um, to find a person experiencing homelessness asleep on the table with a dog that attempts to attack when Annie gets too close. Uh, and then we get a moment that I will let you describe because I think you've been waiting for this since the day we planned this podcast. So have at it. Welcome to Ladders. Yeah! <laughs> God, I love Ladders. I love Ladders. I, I I know assume, this is my I love lamp moment, but I love mm-hmm. ladders. I assume one hundred percent that if you went to Greendale Community College, you would sign up for ladders. Not just sign up; I'd major in it. Uh huh. You'd, you'd take and it minor, and then you'd be the TA, and then you'd major yeah, yeah. in it. It'd be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'd be an assistant professor of ladders. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely! Just a whole. I've got a whole uh, career path set out for me. I just have to follow the ladder. Um and God, then what a great class. What a great school. <laughs> I am obsessed with ladders. Uh there's some ooh, important question in the chat. What about shoots? How do you feel on shoots? Uh not as not a biggest a uh, fan of shoots. Uh prefer uh ladders. I understand uh, that a lot of times you got to have one or the other. Mm-hmm. Mike will become a famous ladderologist. Mm-hmm. That's my plan. Um, see, I I would say I would say I personally am more into shoots, which means that our next podcast can just be called Shoots and Ladders, where we this talk is, about shoots I, and ladders. I, I I knew where you were going on that one, and I'm like, God, this is going to be a bad joke. And and you know what? You beat me. You beat me because I it was actually a pretty good joke. Damn it. Uh huh. Impressive. It's uh huh. It's so good. We get we get even more montage after this. Of, oh, uh, absolutely. Because because they're like we. It could be a good place too. Um, initially, where the dean comes out as a sexy firefighter because there's an actual fire. We need to keep going. I like the fact that he like he had to dress up in that based on his current what we saw last episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Annie sees another person wearing her literally exact outfit, and the dean's like, "You're sick now. Go home." To the other person. Um, then in the cafeteria, the group got there too late for pizza. But then the main a maintenance worker comes by. Is like, "Oh man, what am I gonna do with all this garbage?" It's me, the dean. <laughs> <laughs> I like that his plan to get the study group pizza involved him dressing up like a janitor, like <laughs> it's so. 
It's so amazing. He couldn't and have just gone did. in and got six pieces of pizza and then like no. handed it. He he had to put on a, a janitorial outfit, a sure. big long beard, the hide dean, it under some trash. <laughs> the dean commits to the bit. He always commits to the bit. And if there's an outfit, even better. Now, here's my question. And he had, even had a mustache and a beard and here's, sunglasses. It was a whole he had a whole thing. Here's my question to you. Okay. You yes. you it's pizza day. You get to the cafeteria. There's Oh, there's you got to no, get there no early more pizza. for pizza day. There's no more pizza. You oh, got well, delayed. I'm going home. You got delayed. Someone comes up and hidden under a bag of garbage is some pizza. Do you eat the the pizza that was under the bag of garbage? Mm. Mm. While while uh, the, it, it it did appear that the the bag of garbage on top of it was uh, was completely sealed, it, it, there were no rips or anything. There was no garbage leaking onto the pizza. Right, no. But it was still garbage. pizza under a bag of trash. Do you eat that pizza? So here's the thing: the way that it is presented in fiction mm-hmm. is that the dean has constructed this whole thing mm-hmm. to deliver the pizza. In that case. He he probably filled the the top of the garbage bag with something that may not be able to leak, like cardboard or things like of that nature. Okay. In but, that case, yes. But but here, if I cannot you, tell that is probably cardboard and it looks like yeah, could you don't be some you don't know what's you don't know what's in the trash bag. If it could be some squishiness, I will uh, reject it. But it also depends on who I think is who who this person is. Do I have an, a relationship with this person because they have a deep relationship with the dean? I'm I, I'm gonna lean towards it. It kind of depends, unfortunately, which is a hard yes. It's hard in a yes or no because okay, okay. It, it, it's all about relationship building. It's all about what I think is in that garbage bag. If it is a person I do not know or trust, and the garbage or or the garbage bag does look kind of lumpy, like there's active you know food or drippiness in there, probably a no. But if it's in this situation, a dean, and it definitely looks like it's just cardboard. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that's. But I it, think that's but fair. It is, it, it's. It's. A, you, there's some nuance to it. Okay. Like if somebody just walks up to me on the street and says, "Here's some pizza," <laughs> I'm like, "No, thank you." Look, if somebody walks up to me on the street and hands me pizza out of the blue, and there's no garbage bag around them at all anywhere, I'm still gonna be like, "What?" Is right. with see, this, like see now now we're talking about a different context though like mm-hmm. you know it's it's all about you know we, we, the, it's always a little strange when you're getting pizza in a position where you don't expect pizza <laughs> okay like I'll, if you're like and, and to be fair the group is kind of expecting pizza here but they have been denied said pizza to be delivered by the the angel in disguise aka the dean the dean is an angel in disguise. Um, so uh, <laughs> we go to the announcements where it's like some people have birthdays, but why single them out? What about the people that aren't aren't celebrating anything? And then sings a similar song to the lullaby, just including everybody's names in the study group. Uh, but he has chosen to sing it in his normal voice instead of his Detroit and Auburn after sleep land. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, that's true. Donna uh, in the chat says, "I live in a college town. It would seem normal to get pizza on the street. Uh, that is absolutely true." 
That um, is fair. That's a, you know, you're adding context to this situation. If I was in college and it was like, Hey, like it's, it's, it's a cool party. Let's have some pizza. Mm-hmm, then yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, you know, I'm walking to the bus stop, it's eight o'clock in the morning in Portland. I'm like, you can get away from me with that pizza. I do not care what it's made of. I don't care if it came from God himself. I will say the year before I did the naked bike ride for the first time, I did because I I wanted to see what it was all about. So I did find where it was happening and then watched a bunch of people ride by naked on bikes. And I happened to no, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not trying to laugh. <laughs> I happened to uh, I happened to, to find it right uh, in front of a pizza place. And so as the naked bike ride was happening, there was uh there was uh, 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 some people who worked there who were just they came out and they were just like, hey, like if any if anybody and if anybody walking uh, uh, biking by wants some pizza, here's some pizza. So a bunch of people were like, oh, hell yeah. And pulled off to the side and just had some ate some pizza totally yeah, naked in front of the pizza place and then hopped on a bike and left. <laughs> right. Sure. And I mean, this is, this is also different context. That person Very ostensibly works context. for the pizza place uh-huh. is standing outside of the pizza place. I'm naked. Weird. But uh-huh. like that doesn't impact the pizza at all. Yep. I mean, and I, I totally would have, I would have been like, hell yeah, give me that pizza. This this rules. I mean, Ben, I'm sure you were thinking like, if I strip down, I could get some pizza right now. Uh, I did not do that, but you know, okay. It would have been it would have been weird. Like it was already weird standing on the side of the road watching this. It would have been <laughs> weird to be like, oh, free pizza, and then just like throw off my clothes and be like, I went in on this pizza. Sir, do you have a bike? No, no, but I have a dick. You can see it here. It is. Give me some pizza. <laughs> God, your pickup lights are getting so much better, my friend. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm a I'm a ladies man. Um, <laughs> we also get a paintball flashback and a film noir uh sausage pizza. <laughs> Dude, the chat is on fire tonight. They should be do- Again, they really should be doing this podcast. Um We're we're just two dinguses. They're they're the the comedic genius is behind this. If if I if I cut out everything chat said, it's just going to be you and me listing a series of flashbacks. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we get a paintball flashback. It's film noir style. Uh, mm-hmm. Abed's in like a trench coat and fedora, and the dean's in like a a, a chorus. What? Not chorus line, but. Uh, I, I read something that it's very it's a character from Chicago, but I was like I don't know. But the mm-hmm. ticket, the ticket, the the prize is tickets to Chicago, right? Not not the city, but the musical. Um, and uh, Abed wins somehow because uh, Pierce just kind of walks off. It gets confusing, but but the dean has saved Abed from Pierce. Um, and then uh, you know Abed's not a huge fan of the uh, the prize. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that was the end of that flashback. Um. It it made sense in the way, but I love the announcements better. Uh huh. Well, and it's, I like it's very clear uh, that in this episode they kind of they kind of give a dig to all the people who are like, oh, season three has to have a paintball episode because right. you've got this, and then there's also a line toward the end where they're like, and we're on agreement, we never need another paintball, uh, another right, game yeah. of paintball. Um. Any any kind of remembers like hey you know what all those great memories had in common the dean 
And Abed's like, this is what I've been saying for the last few months. They weren't expelled by the real Dean. He loved us. And Jeff's like, you're right. Abed, I'm sorry we didn't support you. And we're not being honest with ourselves. We don't need to be here. We need to be at Greendale. And this is when the turn happens. Because Dr. Heidi says, there is no Greendale. It doesn't exist. Whoa! Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, uh, he's he's like, well, Greendale Community College doesn't exist. The Greendale is actually uh, uh, an insane asylum. This is all a shared psychosis. Uh, you all came to this quote community college after your lives fell apart, and he starts. He's like, pill addiction, failed legal career, broken marriage, lost scholarship, old. Enough! I don't want to hear mine. I imagine she probably doesn't want to get slammed like everyone else it's, got. It's, to, it's totally pe- fair. Isn't it strange that uh, this this community college full of wild shenanigans and it all revolves around your group? And then we get possibly the best use of clip show ever because now we see a different side of what all the scenes are with the study group uh, having the shared psychosis in a mental institution where Troy and Jeff are bouncing on a mattress, calling it the secret trampoline. And they, they pretend to do like the uh, star Wars paintball. Uh, very good. Uh, Troy and Abed uh, sing baby boomer Santa. Uh, one of the attendants is like getting into it. He's and the other one's it. like, Hey, mm-hmm. no, uh, they sit around a table and do a bottle episode. <laughs> um, and then, and then Craig Pelton's like, Oh, do you think we should increase their val or their uh, lithium? <laughs> And Garrett's like, no, I want to see what happens when we we confiscate a pen. And it's not it's, it's Dan Harmon's voice. He's he's got a he's got a deep voice. And it's, it's I just love that it's literally Dan Harmon. It's so funny to it's, me. It's literally it's my like favorite another... joke in the whole episode. Not yet. I want to see what happens if we confiscate one of their pens. It's it's literally a breaking of the fourth wall because Dan Harmon's like, I want to see what happens if we confiscate a pen, which he did. That's what he did. Uh-huh. Oh, it's amazing. It's just so good. But then, but then also just the fact that because Garrett's always like up way up here, like it's like super low. It's so and good. It's like every oh. single time, every single time I watch this episode, I I bust out laughing when when Garrett's <laughs> like, I want to see what happens if we confiscate one of their pens. Like it's, it's it's so funny. It's tremendous. Uh, the group uh, is in shocks. Like it's it can't be the truth. And Doctor Heidi's like, well, you started as a Spanish study group. Can anyone speak Spanish? Uh, Pierce does, but he's not speaking uh, real. He's basically speaking gibberish. It's like community college end after two years. Uh, Jeff's like, <laughs> that's not true. Some go for four, which is actually true. <laughs> like I uh-huh. looked it up. Well, and he's he's uh, also like the average community college student attends five to seven years. Many offer four year degrees, which uh, again I only check the second part, not the first part. I feel like I feel like uh, there's a lot of moments in this episode that are just like digs at uh, criticism because yeah, like yeah. you've got the thing about like oh where we're, we're gonna make fun of how obviously we're gonna have a paintball episode uh, this season. This this moment where because Jeff is literally he literally says everyone is always saying that community colleges end after two years. Right. And so I have a feeling it's just like the number of people who are just like 
typing away, type, 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 just like yelling at Dan Harmon about how community colleges end after two years. And so like, I feel, I feel like this is, this is kind of Dan Harmon being like, <laughs> Dan Harmon being like, screw you. Uh-huh. I've created my own thing. Shut up. Uh-huh. Um, Dr. Heidi says they all have to accept the truth. Uh, they leave the office and they're all a little shaken and confused before like Jeff is like, wait, that makes no sense. Um, we go back to the office. Dr. Heidi is actively trying to leave out the back window, telling somebody on the phone, I think they bought it. Jeff kicks the door in um, and grabs him before he leaves through the window. Yeah. And that's when they're like, wait, so you said Greendale doesn't exist, but I'm literally carrying a Greendale backpack. Abed's got tons of pictures on his phone and Shirley's like, I literally see my kids every day. Like there's no way I've been committed for years. Um, so, you know, not a, not a very, um, it fell apart upon the modicum, uh uh, modicum of inspection. Uh, and he's like, why would you lie to make us think we were crazy? And he makes up another lie. He's like, Greendale is purgatory and I'm the devil. And Troy, except for a moment before <laughs> Jeff slaps him, is like, hey, stop making making him stop. Stop thinking you realize something. We get some flashbacks about Chang where he's snorting a line of Doritos. Right. Because, he's, well, b- the reason we get that is because Dr. Heidi does say that they are getting too close to the truth. Abed was right. The whole Dean doppeldiener uh, thing. Dr. Heidi was hired to keep them off the scent. Um, and Shirley's like, that's insane. But Jeff's like, think about Chang for a moment. Yeah. So he's snorting a line of Doritos. He's, uh, using Garrett to try to predict future crimes and he's tasing himself (laughs) in the balls repeatedly. Now, one, one part of the, I mean, there's a lot of the, uh, minority report in the Garrett pool section Mm precog. Um, but I have a question for you on the third one. Why is Abed there <laughs> watching this? Like he he's uh he's like kind of looking at and look like looking away like he's very uncomfortable being there but he was basically it feels like he has to be there but why is he there? Mhm. Um and my, I, also if you are if you're in the uh it looked like the infirmary. Right. And uh if you're hanging out, if you're hanging out in the infirmary and a guy starts tasing himself in the balls, do you just stand there and watch him repeatedly tase himself in the balls? Or do you like go get someone or just leave because this is you're not paid to deal with this crap? Also, this is the head of security at Greendale. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know what I do, but I don't know if i do the same thing abed does and also why uh-huh. is abed there I, I don't know it's so weird why is he there uh-huh. he's so uncomfortable yeah there's a lot going on with this um uh troy they jessica they well jessica in the oh. chat does say that there's a dorito theme in this episode um because this uh, this episode brought to you by doritos taste the doritos it's now time for some with, cool american now with flavor no that's mm. bachelor chow um yep good job i bachelor still love, chow uh, d- wait bachelor chow is basically doritos because that's what Dor- bachelors love doritos oh my god 
macaroni and oh cheese with God. Doritos crust. A Doritos themed wedding and at a winery. Whoa, okay. Yeah, there's some wild stuff going on in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes uh the the chat does go a little bug wild. Macaroni and cheese with Doritos crust. Uh that that uh, okay, so I I didn't explain. So I'll I'll back up. Donna in the chat says, uh, when I was catering, we did a wedding where they requested macaroni and cheese with a Doritos crust, and it was so it's Doritos themed wedding at a winery. Now I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out. Okay, macaroni and cheese with a Doritos crust sounds legit. Yes, not for a wedding. Like if if. I came over to your house and you were like, I made some mac and cheese with a secret ingredient and you you pull out the mac and cheese and it's got a Dorito crust. I'm going to be all over that. 100%. Like that's a good friend potluck dish. If I go to a wedding where someone's like, we pulled out all the stops for this wedding. Here's some mac and cheese with a Doritos crust. I'm going to be like, who hurt you? (laughs) Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a it's a very different like you want to go to a wedding and have have like real like fancy stuff right mm-hmm. yeah I, I when i when i when i had my wedding to my my now wife uh we we i spent and i was like in the in the uh the driver's chair for exactly what food i wanted at the wedding because i was like i am not gonna have bad food at my wedding mm-hmm. me mike Food, good, yes. Uh, so yeah, um, everything. A lot of other things. I was like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it sounds like a good idea. I have opinions about food. I'm 100 on board with trying mac and cheese with Doritos crust. Um, it sounds pretty great. Uh, I I would have serious questions if someone if someone had that at their wedding, unless mm. they're the heir to the Doritos fortune. In which case, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, no, you got you have to have Doritos at your your wedding then. Um You know, I just, you know, not all of us are as fortunate to marry Jessica Dorito. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you know, it, it, I, I she's she is a friend, Jess, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I was invited to the wedding. It was pretty great. Uh the the Dorito liqueur was a little uh little weird. <laughs> But you know, I you know, I you know, I you know, the Tapatio Dorito uh tacos were very good. Doritos liqueur. Um <laughs> Now has bi- binging with Babash done that? I don't think Babisha's done that. Um So yeah, uh while they're remembering Chang doing stuff, uh uh the fake doctor slipped away. Um, and then they all decide we have to rescue the Dean. And also we definitely, definitely don't need to do another paintball. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, back at Greendale Community College, a very real place that always existed. <laughs> never not. is hanging out with uh, what you, I believe, repeatedly last episode referred to as the child army. Which um, you told me to use uh, the, in, the Chang Glorious Bastards, which is surprisingly a better name. The, the group is now wise to Chang's plan, uh, so it's time for phase two. Uh, when he's asked what phase two is, he's like, I'm making it up like you are. I need pitches, pitches, pitches. 
Um, and then we cut to the tag, which is Troy and Abed in the morning nights. Nights. Uh, they call Jeff at 3 a.m. And, uh, and they say they're opening the f- the phone lines, but they are actively calling Jeff. Right. They do not. W- Jeff does not call in. He They call Jeff and it's like, who is this? It's 3 a.m. I'm trying to sleep. And then uh, they call Annie and uh, they're, they're like, yeah, you've got a question for us. And she's like, yeah, shut up and go to sleep. And then they're just like, well, that's all the time we have for the for this episode of Troy and Abed in the morning nights. And that's the tag. And with the end of that tag, that means that it is time for. I read a decent amount of. Uh, uh, reception for this. Uh, uh, Wikipedia always puts reception on their pages for how things are received by the public. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks are saying it wasn't as good as uh, uh, Paradigms of Human Memory, the previous fake clip show that we that community did. Um, but I think this has an interesting viewpoint on the whole thing by kind of giving you that kind of fake twist that none of it was real. Um, and then makes fun of that as it goes out. I think that's a very interesting framing story um, that I think I don't remember the other the the framing story other than they're just sitting around a table and talking about things they did. Um, it's been a bit since we've done that, probably about a year at this point. And also, who knows how time works now? Um, I think, you know, this one, because it is a little bit like last episode was clearly a bridge episode and this episode kind of moves things forward slightly but not really it's mostly jokes and again kind of a clip show it kind of fulfills the purpose it's going out to be mm-hmm. um but it's funny like it's 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 interesting it recontact even recontextualizes some previous episodes in a fake way before it re returns it to the previous con- context um i don't know i i like it it's it 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 does it, it, the thing it does for me is it really kind of takes these characters and inspects their interactions and their their relationship with Greendale which has kind of been taken kind of for granted. And I think that's a really interesting thing for it to do even if you've got like a fake doctor and John Hodgman rules so he did a great job but you know I think I think Everything that goes on here is an interesting kind of recontextualization of how these people in this place. And I think it's 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 from that point of view it's a it's a good episode. It's funny. I don't it's certainly not one that I'm going to be like, "Oh god, I got to watch cu- curriculum unavailable." Um but, you know, it's not a bad episode of Community. It's a good episode of television. I enjoy it very much. I there are some really good moments with like Troy in specific just has some really amazing physical comedy here that is like very slight, like almost like uh it's like all all hand actions or reactions to things that I just I think are wonderful. Um I think even Pierce gets some good moments where he's got the tenth ten thousandth flush. Um, and his reaction to that, I thought was very funny. So, you know, I, I think this is a pretty good episode. I, I think it's a little weird because it is kind of like like a recontextualization, recontextualization and like a meta analysis of what the show is, which is a weird thing for it to do. But sure. I mean, that is definitely what community does do. And I think it's it it's pretty, pretty good. So I'm going to give it. 
you know, I'm going to give it a B. I think there are much better episodes out there, um, but I think this is still one of like a, a very interesting episode, and it's funny. So I think even if we don't get a lot of movement forward in the plot plot, I'm happy with it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say I would probably say about a B as well. It's definitely doing that thing community does where it's like we're going to take a concept and run with it. It's another, right. you know, fake uh, uh, clip show sort of thing. Um, uh, you could ma- you could maybe say like part clip show, part like family guy style cutaway gags. Um, uh, that's fair. Um and I think I think that they do it very well. Uh, there's a lot of funny moments in this episode, um, which, while a lot of it is kind of divorced from the story kind of happening, um, which is why I say it's kind it's kind of reminiscent of like a Family Guy cutaway. Sure. Um, not entirely, but it's it's got a little bit of that flavor on it. Um, and I think they do a really good job with it. Uh, it is very funny. It is also building toward uh, the uh, um, not the next episode, but the episode after that. Um, uh, but sort of the conclusion to this, like Chang uh, takes over everything plot line. Um, and, you know, I think it I think it serves that purpose pretty well. Um it's weird to have an episode where like John Hodgman shows up and really is like all gaslighty to, to the group. But that then it's weird. Yes. But then, you know, the fact that they're like, we'd literally have like tons and tons of proof that we went to this school that is real and exists. Like I'm literally wearing the backpack right now. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, I think overall it works. Um, it is, um, you know, I'd, I'd say, yeah, probably a B. I mean, it's it's it does what it does uh, pretty well. Um, it's not one that I ever like look forward to, like getting to. Uh, but when I when I watch it, I think it's good. Um, I don't really have anything else to to say about it. Um, I think it's a it's a pretty solid community episode. It gets pretty meta. Um, it moves the plot along. It's solid. But uh, with that, we want to know what you think about this episode about, um, boy, I don't rem- I don't know how much remained in this episode. We went on uh, today <laughs> that's, was a that's the continual issue with these like recaps. Like, I don't know if it made it. Uh-huh. Well, and, uh, and today was a live did. episode. Wigs did. Hmm? Wigs made it. What wig would you in. wear? Uh, today was a live episode. So we had uh, live chat. Uh, uh, and, and we went off on some tangents for them that may not have made it in. I don't know what we talked about in the final version of this episode. Um, but <laughs> if you no have way to know. any thoughts on any of that, that we, we did talk about in the final episode, you can let us know by going to goodmorninggreendale.com. There is a, uh, uh, form to send us an email and, uh, we might read that on the show. Um, we have a Twitter, it's, uh, twitter.com slash good Greendale or just at good Greendale. It's how you usually say it. I remember how Twitter works. We, we remember how Twitter works and how we usually sign off this podcast. Um, yeah, we talked, uh, a lot about a party that is going to be just epic with fancy dresses and wigs and cocktails and mac and cheese and, uh, uh, I like 
I'm half joking about it because like the logistics <laughs> of getting everyone to come to that is sounds like a nightmare. But if I could do that, I would do that because it sounds legit. I want that party to exist. Um, uh, like I mentioned, this was a live episode. So mm-hmm. fi- uh, Patreons who give us $5 or more a month got to tune in and uh, hang out with us while we recorded the episode. We had a, a bunch of people in chat today. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Sometimes probably you can did put a, a better skit. podcast than we did. Um, and you can certainly put a thumb on the scale if you want us to talk about something specific. <laughs> uh so uh patreons uh if if you too are interested in uh checking out a live episode you can do that at patreon.com slash back to futurama and uh i think that is mm-hmm. probably about it um yeah, we 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 thank you for coming to the end of these whether whether you're a patron or not uh we really appreciate everybody that listens and interacts and you know, even if you're just sitting in your in your in your car listening to us as you drive to work and you just have a smile on your face and that's the and that's what 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 we've done for you, then we love the fact that we've done that for you and we love you. And hey, if you're on your way to work, have a great day. Brick collecting. We talked about brick collecting. Do you like brick collecting? Do you have do you collect anything interesting? Do you have thoughts about brick collecting? Please God tweet us. I don't <laughs> I've never heard of it before this episode of Community. Um, That'll do it for us this week. Um, We will be back in your feeds next time with... uh, I'm actually wearing the shirt right now. Hey! For uh, for next episode. I'm a week early on that. It's like he planned it, everybody! And until then, I'm Ben. I forgot. Uh, And I'm Mike. Hello. I wish you luck. Welcome. To ladders. Yeah.